I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to do our draft review now for week 10, round 10 of the NRL season, Supercoach season. Going well, uh, had a few outs this week. Ryan Pappenhausen, my first overall pick out this week, as was Ewan Aitken, a late out there with a HIA. Uh, He will be back next week though, according to Aitken. So uh, yeah, a tough week when you lose your first two uh, round picks, realistically, when you lose your first round pick and it's Ryan Pappenhausen, though, you're in a bit of curry. I did give myself a, a sneaky hope to win this weekend. I thought I might be able to pull an upset, but uh, my team underperformed, and the guy that I played, Wilkes, he did pretty well, to be fair. Uh, so put in a very good performance there. I think he VC'd Corey Oates, which was uh, a real kick in the dick. Obviously, he did very well, so that sort of uh, put me on the back foot very early uh, for the weekend. And look, pretty disappointing weekend for me, 687 wasn't ideal. Wilkie scored 831. So I think that's a quick maths 144, I believe, uh, point differential there. So um, a pretty big loss there, realistically. Uh, I ended up having to captain Scotty Drinkwater as sort of a last resort play. Uh, Tony Sags, my VC, didn't do very well. Uh, Isaac Targa, he went 105, which was good, but... I couldn't actually VC him. I had to take someone from the early game. So I'll go through all those games for you. Jeremy Marshall King, a very disappointing 38. He's normally up around the 45 to 55 mark. Very disappointing for JMK. Even more disappointing for Max King, 28. Uh, didn't play many minutes there. I'll be interested to see what happens with him over the next few weeks with a new coach coming in. How they use him minutes-wise will be interesting. Uh, so I might, if he's going to keep those sort of minutes, might be on the chopping block. But I'm sort of just... Keep 
Yeah, keep on hoping for an injury there at Canterbury and Mac King can become more relevant. Olakowatu with a good shift in a big loss, 55 super coach points there. Katoni Stag scoring 35. He was my VC. Uh, a huge night for the Broncos, a huge night for Selwyn Cobbo. Stags not getting as much ball as what I would like at the moment, but I'm sure the tide will turn on that. And Kola uh, in a 38 nil loss, I think it was, Kola um, with 30 super coach points. So not too bad. Just need him to start getting the attacking stats uh, that he should. And Manly needs to turn it around very quickly or he could find himself in a bit of curry soon. So nervous little watch there for me. I had Thomas Burgess. I held on to him last week. I think he could be one of my answers in the front row forward. Uh, scored 56, but... Might have had some inflated minutes with the injury to Jacob Host. Sort of changed things around a little bit. But I also think during the Origin period, Jai Arrow will go and play Origin. Cam Murray will be either injured or playing Origin. Colin and Tungy might be there as well. So I think Burgess will get good minutes during the Origin period. If he can just be a 50 to 55 guy for me, I will be stoked beyond belief with that. Had to play Lock and Ilias this week. Came up with a 33. Pretty disappointing, all things considered, how that game played out. Isaac Targo with 105. I was very, very happy with him. Uh, absolutely killed it. Still had a couple of errors. Probably could have scored more there, uh, but a good performance. Good to see him bounce back. I was actually considering benching him this week in Classic and in Draft. Uh, thankfully, I didn't. Not that it really mattered anyway, though. Uh, Bradley Schneider scored a try at the very end to score 57. I kind of think this will be his last week. Um, I think that he will probably come out of this side tomorrow afternoon for Teamless Tuesday. So I'll be able to drop him and it'll give me a bit of versatility to fuck around with on my bench. Um, yeah, so Schneider, he served a purpose for me. He has been good. Um, you know, for considering I didn't draft a halfback for the first 10-odd weeks, uh, to have a guy that's averaged 48 was sensational at halfback. So he's done a job for me, Schneider. I was hopeful when I first got him that he might be able to hold on to that jersey, uh, but I don't think that will be the case now. Uh, Britton Okora with a 47. Uh, pretty quiet game from Britton, but if he's quiet and he gets 47, I'm happy with that. I, I did have a fear at the start of the season that he'd have quiet games and he'd score like 28, 29, 30 around that mark. So 47 is the low end of Britton Okora. I'm stoked with that. That's with no attacking stats. That's, that's all base, essentially. And Matty Tomoko, 34 points. Didn't really have any opportunities. Don't really like him on the right edge. I would prefer him on the left, but it looks like he's found a home on the right, which is disappointing. Uh, Satili Tupanua had a big game, 77. He was very good. Uh, got hurt in the back end of that game, so hopefully he's okay for this week. And Scotty Drinkwater, my skipper, came up with 46. I think it is my captain. He got 92, so 46 points there. Pretty disappointing uh, from Drink. He came off for part of that game, but I'm not overly concerned. I think Toddy just wants to get uh, runs and miles in all the legs of his players. I think you'll see him start at fullback this weekend against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, as I said, I had Ewan Aitken and Ryan Pappenhausen out. I also had Cody Nicarima, who I picked up off the waiver wire, had him sitting on my bench, so he got a 10 or so. Might fuck a couple of AEs for me, but I just want to hold him for a few weeks and see what happens at South. And if there's any injuries in that spine, I think Nicarima will come in there, especially in the halves or at hooker. So just going to see how that one plays out. Not overly confident on it, to be honest with you, uh, but I'm just going to have a little speculator there and see what happens over the next few weeks. Also had Nat Butcher, who scored 48. Victor Radley went down injured, so he jumped into the 13 role. Hopefully he can play some de decent minutes there over the next few weeks, and he can become a consistent sort of guy that I can lean on until Radley returns, and hopefully uh, he can find his way into this team somewhere over the next few weeks. If Tupanua is out, you would have to assume that 
and that Butcher will come onto that edge anyway. Butcher and Tupanua should play good minutes whilst Angus Crichton is away on origin duties if he is picked, which I assume he will be. So, um, Aside from the Pappenhausen injury, uh, plenty of upside in my team over the next few weeks. But a disappointing performance in saying that. Um, I thought my team was very, very average on the weekend. They scored 687, um, so I can take that. You throw my t- first two picks back in there, and uh, you can probably squeeze that up to you know, 750, 800 in a disappointing week. Um, so, yeah, we're heading in the right direction. We're okay. This is a loss. Uh, we, we don't like to have any losses. But if we are going to lose to anyone, I don't mind losing to Wilkes because he's at the the top of our ladder, uh, and I'm happy for him to take first place, and hopefully I can land in that third or fourth sort of mark, as I've spoken to you guys before in a draft competition. That's ideally where you want to be. So not like I tried to lose this one, but I'm not overly upset to lose this one. I think we are both going to be top four teams, so I'm okay for him to take first place, and then I can make a move from there. For him, big scorers, Corey Oates was his captain, 188 points. That was sensational. And then everyone else was just really consistent. Haas, Carrigan, Sean Johnson all got 53, 53, 56, uh, which in comparison to my guys, who there was a lot of 30s around, was very solid. Nathan Cleary, the big 85. Stephen Crichton, 73. Dylan Edwards, 59. Uh, Josh King, 47. Hudson Young, 63, scored a try. Momorowski had a t- couple of attacking plays there, 48. And Kyle Felt with a 45. So uh, a very good week for Ryan. 83 points there for Wilkie. Uh, so, yeah, probably a game that I'd just Deserve, well, definitely a game I deserve to lose there. But could have been a different story with my big guns, and I know it will be uh, come the end of the season. It will definitely be a lot closer once I get Pappy back and whatnot. So as it stands right now, where does that leave us on the ladder? Let's have a look. Uh, it should probably knock me out of the top four. I'd say. I think I was third last week, so I think I'll be fourth or fifth now. Yeah, I'm fifth at the moment. Um, fifth at the moment. I My record is six and four. Uh, the two guys at the top, their record is eight and two. So I'm not that far off them. As far as points scored, I'm still equal first. Uh, myself and the guy I played on the weekend, Wilkie, we've both scored 7,766, uh, except he's won two more games than me. So that's the way it goes sometimes. But uh, my score's still right up there. I think I had the third lowest score of the week this week and still uh, top point scorer. So team's definitely heading in the right direction. Just got to get all the troops back and make some good captain's decisions. I've honestly... I reckon that's the sixth time this year I've had a captain that's gone under 60. Uh, So it has been disappointing on that aspect. But, I mean, if I just start to nail those, I think my team could be anything moving forward. Uh, Let's have a look at who I've got this week. I think I'm playing John Dean this week, who he's actually uh, scored the third most points. So I played uh, equal first most points last week. Now I take on third most points this week. Another guy who I think will find himself... Uh, at the top, uh, in the top four or so at the end of the season. So if I do give another win away to him, I won't be overly upset. I know that he's got Cameron Munster, uh, and I know that Cameron Munster, uh, the speech or the little chat that he had with Cameron Smith um, after their game on the weekend really worries me that he's going to absolutely fist the North Queensland Cowboys that week. So that does worry me off the bat. His team, Daniel Saifidi, Luke Thompson, Kemba Marlowe, Reid Marnie, Nothing hugely worrying there. Reed Marnie, obviously very good. Mitch Moses, very good. So it's going to... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Be very dependent on who the Parramatta Eels play this weekend. Just getting that up. Uh, so the Parramatta Eels this weekend, they play... They play the Manly Seagulls, yeah, okay, at Combank Stadium. So that could be a big win to Parramatta. That could be an issue. He's got Tyrell Sloan and Ravalawa. Then he's got Munster and Meany. And not a bad little combo to have there. Munster and Meany, they do tend to find each other quite a bit. Hopefully Meany moves back to... Uh, that would probably be worse for me, realistically. Uh, yeah, but the Melbourne Storm this weekend, they play the North Queensland Cowboys. So hopefully the Cowboys, uh, they, their defense can be top-notch up there and keep Munster quiet, as hard as that is. He's got Peter Hicker who will be going up against the Melbourne Storm, so I like that matchup. Then he's got Kickout and Fisher-Harris, and the Penrith Panthers play the Roosters. So hopefully the Roosters boys can keep Kickout at bay. On his bench, you've got Xavier Savage, Whitehead, Cam Murray, and Bailey Simonson. So for me, having a look at my matchups this week, I think John's going to be pretty hard to beat uh, with some decent little matchups there. But I've got Katoni Staggs on Thursday night taking on the Newcastle Knights, so hopefully Brisbane can give it to them there, and Katoni Staggs will be my V. Hopefully he can put on a show there and make that an easy one for me. Uh, the West Tigers and the Bulldogs. So my Doggies boys will play Marshall King and Max King. Parramatta play the Manly Seagull. So I'll have Olakowatu and Kola there. Uh, an interesting one there. I probably think Parramatta win that one at home. So not expecting too much there. The Cowboys, my Scotty Drinkwater plays the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, so far from an ideal matchup there. Isaac Tungo against the Roosters, not bad. Tupanua against Penrith, though. Probably needs attacking stats to do well. So matchups not looking great for me this week. Thomas Burgess against the Raiders. And then Matty Tomoko against South. Don't mind those two. I think they'll score well there. And then we've got Britton Nakora against the Gold Coast Titans in that one. We also will bring back Ewan Aitken, you would have to assume, uh, and Ewan Aitken, the Warriors. I think they played the Dragons, so I don't actually mind that matchup there for them, 3 p.m. Saturday afternoon. Um, I think that Nat Butcher, he will probably play some decent minutes against the Panthers, so he'll be another guy that I'll be able to play there. But without Pappy, uh, pretty tough, but... Uh, the North Queensland Cowboys, one of the best defensive sides in the competition. If Melbourne are kept quiet, uh, probably not a bad game for Pappy to miss realistically into the Manly Seagulls next week. Then we've got the bye weekend. So uh, a disappointing loss for me this weekend. But uh, thankfully, I was playing one of the guys at the very top who I know is going to be there uh, come the end of the season. So I'm not overly concerned about losing that one. Would have been great to win, though. No doubt about that. This weekend, a tough matchup against Johnny. Uh, probably don't back myself in that one either. So might drop a couple of weeks whilst I don't have Ryan Pappenhausen. But if I can just snag one or two wins, during this five or six week period uh, I'll be stoked with that so hopefully this week can be one of them but if I was a betting man which I am I'd probably bet against myself this weekend it is okay though uh, we're building towards the end of the season we don't really care about these rounds it's all about building your team for the finals we have got a bit of work to do in the halfback role working out what we're doing with Schneider Nick Arima etc Max King as well one to consider but Plenty of positives going into this team moving forward, and I think I'll be primed and ready come finals time. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.